Welcome to Bear Essential on Fitness, where we will talk on different aspects of fitness and have special guests such as local athletic directors and coaches. Also be able to meet trainers and locally and nationally to get their expertise and their aspects on different sports, as well as the training that they get. Thank you very much. Good morning, viewers. Today we, uh, we have Bear Fitness Essentials. Got Kyle Stephanie from Soccer Academy in Goshen. I have the privilege to know this gentleman. He started it to help not only his community, but his love of soccer. So Pat, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you decide to start this? Yeah, so so, uh, so it kind of goes back uh, since I was little. Um, I, I, my soccer coach, when I started out with soccer, like in fifth grade all the way uh, um, up through college was the same coach. Uh, his name is Tavi. Um, and so, He's had a lifelong dream of like really starting his own soccer complex, and he he rented out some space uh, there in kind of the mid to late uh, of the 2000s. Um, and he's always had this dream. And we lived out in Indianapolis. I worked in accounting. My wife went to school, and then we moved overseas and did some service work. And then we came back to Goshen, which is where our families are. Um, and I was looking for something to do with Javi was shopping around and actually was looking, we had a business plan, uh, he was looking for investors. Uh, I'm talking to the banks and we got together and said, hey, well, this sounds awesome. Um, because I was interested in doing something that wasn't, I wasn't accounting related. And, uh, and he, 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 well, he said his dream for so long, he really has the dream and he has the knowledge and he's so good with kids and parents. And then I kind of also, I've coached a little bit, so I, so I enjoy working with kids. But then with my accounting business background, we make a good team. Um, and so that's kind of how it started. And we bought an old tennis facility. Uh, we renovated it, um, but did as much of the work as we could ourselves. Um, and we opened in January of 2020. And, <laughs> and we were open for two and a half months. <laughs> so, but that's a little, a little background. Then there we go to soccer camp and kind of how it started. Um, but yeah, so it's really Tavi's dream. Um, and then we just make a good team. We have strengths that kind of uh, kind of come from each other. So speaking of Coach Tavi, can you tell us a little bit about him? Yeah, so he is, his full name is, is Tavi Sak, Raj. Um, and his family immigrated uh, from Laos during the revolution. Um, and they settled in like, in Centerville, uh, a Michigan. Um, he has four brothers and a sister, um, and so they grew up there, and they played football. Um, but then... Football is American football? It's, it's, like, American. it's like American football. Okay. Uh, but then also fell in love with soccer, and so he played in college, and then like really just spent a career coaching, developing youth programs in the area. Um, and really, like, like, like a testament to him is... So we opened 2020, so we started our youth futsal leagues. And I think in the first session, I think we had 72 teams. Wow. And that's really just a testament to what the Tavi, and we are, our business name is the Goshen Soccer Academy, but there, but there, like, like in the beginning, I get so many phone calls and emails just saying, hey, um, is this Tavi's place? Because if so, I would like to play here. Um, 
And so now we joke that we should have just named it Abby's Place instead of, <laughs> instead of the Ghost of Sacred Cabin. <laughs> so you mentioned Quicksilver. For the people who have no clue what that is, because I know I was one of them, I had to look it up. I had seen it before, but I did not know what it was called. Yeah, so so the US people, it's Woods of Soccer, and then in the winter, you, you play indoor soccer. Um, so futsal, I guess, is indoor soccer, uh, but it's the game that's most, I guess, played around the world. And so, so it basically, so it's played on a court um, that's a little bigger, bigger than a basketball court. Um, there aren't any walls, like so, so traditional people think of indoor soccer with walls and turf. So futsal is played on a hard surface, like a gym floor, um, and, and there aren't any walls. Um, and it's four on four um, with the goal. Um, and so, so, so if you've never, if you don't know anything about soccer, you watch futsal, you'll notice I mean, it flows a lot like basketball. Like they run, run out of bounds plays. They play certain defenses and offenses. Um, and so, if, so if you're new to soccer, if you watch futsal, you'll notice that it flows a lot like basketball. Um, and the idea is without the walls, because uh, one we all know is so when you play outdoor soccer, there are any walls. Um, and so, so, so if you're using indoor soccer or futsal as a tool to get better at soccer. Why play with walls? Because they don't exist outside. So the goal is have a smaller, tighter space. It's it's fast paced. Um, so it's really about skills development and learning how to deal with pressure in small spaces. So that's futsal, and that's what we do. I'd say eighty percent so far. Uh, with COVID, everything's kind of been flipped upside down. Um, but then we do have a lot of other things to what do we offer? We go to soccer. So what are, what have you been offering since? Uh, been able to back and come back open since COVID. Yeah, so we do. So we have two racquetball courts that we have recently renovated. Um, and so those are brand new. We do pickleball um, and we do basketball and volleyball. Um, and so, so with the soccer, we run leagues and programs with volleyball and basketball. Um, it's really just more of a on a rental basis. Um, and so most people will call us up and they'll rent life best support for now, right? And, and just come and play with friends. Um, the, the pickleball stuff is just, it's, you come and play, uh, and you pay $5 a person and they, you can play unlimited. The racquetball thing works like a like membership. So you pay that like membership fee, you get your own, uh, you know, keep up. So that way uh, you can come and go, go as you please. And you have like a, like a private locker room area with showers. Um, and the racquetball courts are actually locked all the time. So you, you come in, uh, you use your P5 to get in, and then you can play, not worry about the kids running off the place. Because <laughs> there are a lot of kids around the place. So you mentioned about pickleball. I know for me, I it took me a little bit to figure it out. So can you tell the viewers what it is? Yeah. I, so, well, so Tommy, he's a huge pickleballer. Um, and I know that he was just down in Florida for spring break beating up on all the old. <laughs> on the old 65 and 70 year olds there at the sports. But I, so, so it was new to me too, probably like, like right before COVID. Um, it's the fastest growing sport in the world, I believe. Um, it's a hybrid. It, it almost feels like half tennis, half ping pong. Uh, it's a short net, about three feet high. Uh, you play it with a muscle ball and like a solid, uh, just a solid paddle. Like some are made out of wood. Uh, the fancier ones are like uh, aluminum, 
uncarbon fiber. Jesus. Um, but, and so, so we had a lot of people playing in general, the crowd that plays that tends to skew a bit older. Um, and so, and so when COVID came, that, that just kind of stopped. Um, uh, but we do get a lot of older groups, less now, just because the weather's so nice, they're playing outside, but, uh, but I know, like, just in Elkhart County, there are usually weights at the courts if you want to play. Yeah. And just from a weather perspective, so we saw people uh, come in um, and play inside, just have fun, and you don't have to worry about wind and rain and temperature and that kind of stuff. So what programs are you guys wanting to see? Where is soccer again? Yeah. Um, what do you guys do for soccer? Because I'm sure Tavi's still wanting to coach. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. What for that? And what things are you guys starting to be coming out with? So yeah, so we are, like, uh, like before we opened, like people kept asking me, like, are we like a sports center? Well, I'd say we're kind of a hybrid, like, sports center slash a community center. Um, and so, so, so we do a lot of, a lot of, a lot of programming. Um, like in the winter, we have an academy. Um, I think in the fall, we had about a hundred kids. And in the winter, we had about 145 kids. Um, and so this, that's our winter academy that like, we really focus on, uh, focus on soccer. I've also focused on fun. So it's a program that's open to all kids, whether or not they played soccer before. Um, and fun. What's that? Yeah, well, exactly. Um, and so we get a lot of kids in there, especially this past year with COVID, but just in general, uh, there's not a lot of programming in the winter for kids who aren't playing basketball or aren't playing volleyball. Um, and so and so we really just try to create a program that's fun for the kids to, 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 to get exercise, but then they also learn a little about soccer. And so, so those are some programs that we run like during the weeknight. Then on Saturdays and Sundays and uh, and some evenings we like we organize leagues. And so that's when you get all these club teams coming in. Um, whether it's Stars, Magic, Flame, like 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 Junior Irish, Michigan Echo. Um, and so we really a part of our mission when we started was we didn't want to create our own club to compete with these clubs. We really wanted it to be like a resource for them. So we do our programming, um, but then we also uh, like our center for those teams to come and practice and play in our leagues. Um, so we try to cater to kind of all of us to like an elite soccer club who's looking for some place I like to play or practice. Also, if you have two kids and you don't know what they're going to do this winter and they've never played soccer before, you can sign them up and we'll guarantee that they learn some soccer and then they also have fun. Um, and so now, so we're done. So we try to wrap up a lot of that stuff right before spring break. Because after spring break, like soccer goes outdoors. Uh, but, but this Thursday, actually, we're getting ready to start our youth spring league, which we have about 250 kids in. Um, and that's kind of like a rec. It's more of a rec soccer league. Um, so uh, a lot of kids are busy right now with travel soccer. Um, and so, so this league really caters to those kids who aren't involved in travel soccer for, for one of many reasons, um, whether time or cost or whatnot. Um, and so that's what we're getting ready to start here uh, well, this Thursday. But this is the first spring that we've been open. So we opened in January of 2020. Now we were closed. Um, basically all spring and summer and in the fall. So. so speaking of summer, 
it's coming up pretty quickly. Is there any programs you guys are already looking at putting out there um, here soon? So yeah, so we're so we're talking to schools like uh, and coaches. Uh, we're gonna run a few soccer camps. Um, they're kind of like last two weeks of June. But these kids, well, like, 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 as you well know, I mean, like, their summers have gotten shorter and they're already so full with sports commitments yep. uh, through schools and travel uh, sports programs. Um, and so uh, we're going to run some camps and programs, um, but it's difficult because these kids are busy. Um, and so I think one thing that, that, that we're going to try to kind of build this summer, and I know Tommy just met with the Goshen Parks Department. Um, well, oh, just a couple of weeks ago, is about trying to incorporate some more some volleyball and basketball programming there in the summer, because like fall, fall winter, I mean we're just completely full of soccer. But kind of after spring break, you know, everyone starts playing outside, um, and so we're hoping to kind of incorporate some more of those sports um, there in the summer. I hope we have court space available. So um, I know they also have adult stuff. So, want to tell the viewers about that? Yeah, yeah. So that's right. So we do do so on Friday nights. We have an adult coedly, um, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then on Sundays we have we have men's leagues, um, and that's to like the rec level um, up to like our men's league. Um, so we try to cater um, to anyone really who wants to put in a team. Um, so we try to make sure we have a couple different options for them. So they make sure they have fun and it's competitive. Um, and so, you know, we have some church teams and some business teams that come and play directly and it's fun. And, you know, some have played soccer for, oh, uh, some haven't up to like, like, like our men's A-League where, you know, most of the guys have played in college or whatnot. Um, and those days are a lot of fun too. I put in teams and I still play some, uh, it my body allows me. Um, so, and so, and so that's a lot of fun. And then kind of outside of, so outside of soccer for adults, it's really the racquetball, the pickleball. Um, and then some guys come in and run space for basketball or in space for volleyball. Um, and so, so we don't have any programming uh, per se for adults outside of soccer at the moment. But we're looking into it, um, especially in some months for sports like basketball volleyball. So uh, I'm closing. What is like on? I know it's COVID and everything. What's the biggest thing you've seen um, during this time? Yeah, so I think, you know, we really weren't sure how to navigate like COVID at first. I mean, so it's, so it's indoor sports. So it's not like you can socially distance and play soccer or play basketball. Um, and if you try it, it wouldn't be much fun. Uh, and so, so we really weren't sure. I don't know. I don't know how to navigate it. I know last fall we opened up again um, and we didn't really run much for adult programming. Um, but during the winter, it was so important for us to keep our, our youth programming a bit. We had just tons of signups and we had tons of kids. And we were, I probably had too many kids, but just how important it was for the kids to have a space to come and run around. Um, I don't see friends. Um, and we felt like what we did was safe. Um, like we had COVID precautions in place. You know, we asked instead of both parents come, uh, just one come. The whole family doesn't need to come and watch 
I don't know. 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 I to have that hour, but those kids just need that time to run around, burn off some steam, especially in the winter. Yeah. Uh, when they're either at home playing video games or at school. And, and in COVID, you know, they would be learning their home all the time. And so just for them to have an hour each night to come in and run around, um, that was really important. And when it felt really good that we could keep that going and do it in a safe environment. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, We'll put the information on for the soccer academy with this thing. Uh, again, if you're looking for a place for your kids to go do stuff, and whether they are a true athlete or they're trying to start out just to have fun, especially right now with the mental health and the social aspect, getting them out there and just being active around a group is one of the biggest things. Again, Kyle, thank you for coming, and thank you for uh, talking to me. Oh, you think that was Chris? Awesome. Thank you for joining us for Bear Essentials on Fitness today. If you like it, subscribe to a podcast as well as share it out to others that may be in the same interest. At any point in time, leave a question. Hopefully we can get back to you and give you the information that you're looking for. Again, thank you very much. This is Coach Chris from Bear Fitness. Oh!